Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. And welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is episode 376 for October 15th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another one, Trevor. And the, the other only one, other one. The only other one for today. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's just the, the short crew, the short bus crew today. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying my bus was short, but it was only me and the driver. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris said some saw it. Maybe the Facebook stats were just a little bit behind. What? Slow? Like the hosts? Nonsense. <laughs> I mean, we're only one day behind. I mean... Fair. Yeah. We've completely thrown off the routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, why don't we get into uh, what we did in Guns this week? What we did in Guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have the Remington SP-10 10-gauge goose gun semi-auto 10 gauge it's got a 30 inch barrel excellent condition comes with three extra uh new briley extended chokes a soft gun case and uh i don't know kill the hell out of some geese i guess because uh you know 10 gauge is two more than than 12 gauge so what's yep. what how much how what kind of load do those things throw a 10 gauge 10 gauge load. like the the weight of the shot in a 10 gauge mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're talking an one ounce, one and one eighth, one and how big do twelve gauge go? I'm the, I'm just thinking two and three quarter. You get into a three and a half inch twelve gauge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're, you're getting into more of like a a cylinder instead of like a nice big pattern that's not quite as yeah. All the lead's in, in a train, right? Yeah, no, yeah, it's volume. not volume because it's it's not like a big wide pattern that's going that's moving all at once. Okay, so. It's like a 410. You can get a lot of lead into a 410 and it just shoots that. it out in a, in a, like, a long cylinder of lead yeah, rather yeah. than getting a nice big pattern. So what I want to know is mm-hmm. apples versus apples. The amount of weight of the payload in a 12-gauge 3.5-inch, is it the same or more or less than a 10-gauge? And 12-gauge comes in mini shells all the way up to three and a half what about 10 gauge can you get different length 10 gauges as well or is 10 gauge 10 gauge i don't think you're going to get like your little aguila minis in 10 gauge or anything i don't like think that. so but i'm wondering no. about like bigger like is there you know pretty much the standard for a 12 gauge is two and three quarter but mm-hmm. when we start talking about and we can go up to three and a half one and three eighths i'm looking at some like steel shot for 10 gauge three and a half inch shell length one and three eighths ounce. Okay, and compare that to a three and a half inch Magnum twelve gauge. It's, I don't know. Feels like the same thing, but wider. And feelings know. are what matter. Yep. Also, uh, Calgary Shooting Center, you can get a local customer bonus of three boxes of Winchester ammo and another twenty boxes available for purchase at twenty five bucks each to the purchase. So you can't beat that. 
Well, if you need oh, to watch man. 10 games. Crap in the, in the comments here already on Facebook. I got Derek Merriweather saying, how can you be hosting when you should be in Halifax? Or should be on the road to Nova Scotia or in Nova Scotia. Yeah, surprise. I couldn't go to the Atlantic. So I'm supposed to be on my way to the Ipswich Atlantic Championships to compete mm-hmm. for Team New Brunswick in the Classic team. Mm-hmm. But uh, COVID and uh, our dear Yeah, doctor. I hear it's a massive outbreak in uh, Campbellton. Oh, even way down. worse than Edmonton, probably. Slow down. Slow, slow down. We still have, in, for the entire province of New Sniffling. Brunswick, during the entire pandemic, we still didn't reach as many total cases as Edmonton had yesterday alone. Okay. So, <laughs> like Edmonton, Edmond, the city of Edmonton's new cases yesterday, just mm-hmm. for yesterday, far exceeds the total number that New Brunswick has had for the entire pandemic. Okay. We're doing just fine in our bubble. Yeah, most most put, definitely it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what they announced but, yesterday? I think it was like 177 or something like that. Oh, so that was a slow day for you guys. Uh, Ontario that was, a, that was like, a decent day, but that's just Edmonton. That's just Edmonton. Yeah, that's Alberta, just, Edmonton. just Edmonton. So yeah. my numbers are off a little bit because we're slightly over 200 for the entire pandemic. Wow, outbreak. Uh, oh, I know. They're freaking right out. Freaking right out. So anyway, um, yeah, the, the, the public health advised against non-essential travel outside of Zone 5. And so I pulled out of the Atlantic and I've been regretting it pretty hard for three days. Cause it's like, why did I get suckered in? This is, you know, again, as much to do about nothing, but anyway, for the first time since this pandemic, and we're not going to name names. So I'll explain why later, but for the first time since this pandemic, I finally know someone who has it. I know. Two. Well, now I know multiple people, no less than three. Yeah. So I still don't know anyone who has coronavirus. Personally, I don't personally know anyone who has coronavirus. Manderson, I hope you're dining on Peter's. Manderson's giving me crap. Mark Price is giving me crap. Uh, Wild Bill, they're all in Nova Scotia to bumps where I should be. They're away from the from the <laughs> plague that is yeah. plaguing Campbellton. Yeah, they're in a pretty uh, um, common sense province right now. Unlike my red Tory leader. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you start us off? What have you done? I did nothing. Guns? I, I did nothing. I even forgot to take a gun out for tonight's show. I don't, I don't even know what guns look like. I haven't Were you on last it. week? Maybe it's no, been man. two weeks. Last week, uh, what was I doing last week? Homework, maybe? I didn't have any assignments this week because Thanksgiving, apparently. So uh, little bur- a, little, uh, a little break there. And mm-hmm. um, we were shut down our school last week for two days. And I believe Thursday was one of the days, but yeah, anyway. the outbreaks, right? The massive outbreaks, the massive in, outbreaks. In yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be all over Restigush County, but no, it's Camelton, Camelton, Camelton. And uh, like pretty much, like from what I've been reading on the news, pretty much everyone in Camelton's got it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we're working on herd immunity, right? If you tell me you got it, I go up and lick your eyeball. And you you already got it once to, uh, as well, right? Four times. Now. You just you just want to lick their eyeballs. You're just well all about the thing. eyeball yeah. licking. Yeah. yeah. How else are you going to keep somebody's eyeball moist if you don't go around licking it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to? You got anything else you want to talk about for guns? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. 
fair enough. I put a T97 on layaway. I used to just buy them all right, but then our C cars happened. So now I have to put, put that suit on layaway. All right. All right. That's, that's like moving in. That's going in the other direction. Yeah. 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 So, um, did you guys announce last week that Denny had some in stock? We certainly did. Yep. Awesome. Gen threes, right? Yeah. Which probably resulted in mine getting sold. I'm curious. Well, it's just ergonomics. They may have, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I had a Gen 1 and it worked the very best. I never had a problem. As far as reliability, function, accuracy, it was, dare I say, better than a 180. Mm, You dare. Because that's pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, fair enough. So, yeah, no, that's it for me, man. What about you? What did you get up to? Oh, let's see. Uh, Thanksgiving. And then I went like rabbit and squirrel hunting with my boys and some of my nephews and uh, took them out, shot some squirrels and rabbits and and ate them uh, as you do for Thanksgiving. As you do, yeah. As one would, as it were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, came back and on, was that on Monday? Yeah, that was on Monday. I worked a little bit on Monday and then I went to the range, Um, got my... uh, Hunting rifle, kind of a rough sight in. I think I'm going to take it again tomorrow uh, after I'm done the maple seed and uh, and just fire off some more rounds with it because uh, it's brand new. I need to I need to work that barrel in a little bit. Um, uh, what else to do with the range? I got to shoot my Captain Andy special, the uh, Norinco 1911. The sweetness. The sweetness, yeah. And uh, it worked pretty good. Reliability, I, so, no problem. You didn't have to respring it or anything? No, no. No, I didn't have to ring spring it. Because man, when when Filthy put a red dot on his Glock, the Glock was cranky. It did not take uh, well to it initially. What, what kind of recoil spring did he have? Did he have the factory one? Yeah. This is not a factory recoil spring in here. Yeah. Well, you, re, you resprung this to something super duper light. Like there's, oh, right. there's like yeah, nothing. Yeah, okay. I, I can do this with like a pinky probably. There's just yeah. no, no weight to it whatsoever. It's, it's an, yeah, it's a nine pound. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, right accuracy was uh, was really good. So I would say like um, at the 50, I was uh, 50 meters. I was shooting like a little six inch plate really reliably. Just boom, 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 making hits on it for raw speed. I'm still not there. I still it's still slower than uh, uh, iron sights. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still don't trust it enough to like run it at a match because I felt like just pulling it up. I got to like do the do the hunt are you looking thing. for every once in a while every yeah. once in a while it was it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be because at home when i was doing it i'd i'd pull it up and i'd be like what the where is the thing but on the range let's just from the holster it felt fine I, I think i just needed a uh to be in the range setting to be standing up to to be yeah. pulling out drawing where yeah. i think it's going to be yeah because like my my address and draw from seated is uh, is quite different uh so that was all right uh, brought up my boys, boys, uh, two forty three, and uh, oh, that thing's just deadly right now. So yeah, found a found a round that it really likes. Um, Cabela's got like this, what is it, like green box, like Herders or something like that. It's like their house brand uh, ammo, and it is just deadly in that thing, just sub inch all day long, uh, cranking like the little four inch, five inch plates at three hundred, no problem. So that's uh, looking really good. Mine, really, yeah, yeah really 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 good so uh 
if push comes to shove and I don't feel like lugging my like heavy ass six, five Creedmoor, I'm going to take that. Cause it's nice <laughs> and light. It's got like a little baby stock on it. Cause it's like the youth model, but wow, right. whatever. It's fine. Just, and, like deer aren't bulletproof. A 243 will, will do fine on them. It's like it, the 243, I think was designed. I'm just talking out of my ass, but I mean, it's like a white tail cartridge. It's whitetail and white coyote. Tail it's like it's right in the middle. If you want to go for deer and coyote, two forty three. Yeah, but I'd shoot a coyote with a three hundred wind mag if you let me. I mean, <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't. I usually yeah. shoot deer with deer. I usually shoot coyotes with deer calibers because I'm out deer hunting and a coyote comes across my path and I will never let it go. No, I would you? No, no. Well, I mean, because you're waiting <sighs> for deer, but who cares? Uh, yeah. So that was my arranged trip. And then, uh, um, gray birch had this sale for Thanksgiving. They had like 15% off their, almost their, uh, all their products. And they also had free shipping. They've got this almost ready 1022. It's the Magpul XT X22 stock, uh, their carbon fiber barrel and their custom receiver. And the whole thing's five ninety nine. Oh damn. Uh, but Isn't with 15% off. It was like five twenty, I think, after taxes, somewhere around there. Yeah. Which okay, the barrel's four hundred dollars. It's a carbon yeah, the barrel, fiber wrap barrel. The, the barrel receiver Ke- is Kelly just got is gray birch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So barrel is how much? Four hundred dollars. Receiver? Two fifty. Okay. The stocks are like two hundred. Two. Two twenty five. Yep. So and they got all this for how much? Five ninety nine. And like with the fifteen percent off, I think I was down to like five twenty shipped. How could they? I don't think they're going to make money. No, not on that. <laughs> no. So, anyways, I bought one of those. I'm like, wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> I can math. I can math. I gotta, I gotta do this. So this is math for me, not math for them. Yeah, I'm so I one ahead. of those. Um, and I have to put in it a BX trigger with Perfect. a little uh, mag release there. Well, it's not a matador, but whatever. It's good enough. I got a kid bolt buffer. Ooh, I got kid, a Delaska nice barrel, whatchamacallit, and I got, I mean, I can let me get whatchamacallit, eh? Yeah, that's the the barrel, whatchamacallit. We are barrel. professionals, kids. Yeah. And I got the Delask, uh, what is this? The bolt that has the, like the diamond cut around it. And it's just, a, it's a custom bolt. A and diamond they, checkering or whatever. Yeah, yeah, diamond checkering etching, on it. Etching, yeah. diamond etching. Oh, there we go. Now my camera's like zoomed in on it. So that's what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. They, these do clean better than the Ruger bolts. The Ruger bolts are like cast. They're a little bit rough and they, yeah. um, you need to like they, scrub them a little bit. Porous and the stuff gets into the pores and it just, yeah. And Whereas this is, uh, I don't know, a little bit sharper, I, I guess. So, uh, I think I'm going to build that into like a long range 22 build because it's a 16 inch barrel. I might as well. Right. I know. Oh, uh, it just sounds the, funny. Long range and 22. Yeah. Uh, it's got a 20 MOA rail built in. I've got rings that'll add on another 15. Oh, I, th- I, I got to think about a scope, though. I got to think well, about Well, now, I mean, you might as well shoot a mile. Holy deez. Yeah. Well. I wonder th- what the record is. Hold on a second. Hold no, on. No, it's way out there. They they I get know. these crazy rings that, like, jack up the back of it. And, like, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're micrometer adjustable uh-huh. rings. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they go way out there. This has got to be it. So this is definitely a thing. So what is the world record for hitting a target with a 22? How big a target? 
I can. I mean, the well, whatever. <laughs> MOA, uh, like I'll call it MOA. You shoot, you know, uh, when they shoot a kilometer, they're shooting a, a sheet of plywood. If they hit it, they say they hit it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so how big of a target? You got to scale it, let's say. But I wonder what it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've, I, I know the last time I looked, it was it was far, and they had these crazy rings to do it. For me, I just want something that's practical that I can, you know, shoot gophers with way out there and hit them. The hitting the hitting them part is you need to build a three hundred meter twenty two, like something that shoots reliably. My other one would meters. do three hundred. Yeah. My bolt would do three hundred. Now I want a semi that'll do three hundred, and I might as well just throw like all the nicest stuff in it, right? Yeah, three hundred for rim fires, the new one hundred. <laughs> It's too easy. Too many of us are doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, PRS. <laughs> yeah. It does make it quite a bit easier. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm thinking about a scope. What kind of scope I should put on there? If you guys have some suggestions. Oh, Mike Heineck says over a thousand yards on a four foot sheet. That's pretty good. That, With that's a rim fire. Yeah. Hello for dead calm. It probably just like bounces off like the sheet. It's a four foot like bed sheet. And the I'll literally stand down there and catch it. I'll be like, right here, dude. Right here, I got it. Ah, got me. <laughs> what was that? Was that was that a B or was that the round? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got I to gotta think of a scope. I, like I've, I've got a couple of the Cabela's Covenant 4s. They've got a couple of Cabela's Covenant 7 that's got a 34 millimeter tube. I don't know what kind of like elevation it's got on it, though. And then there's also the Athlon. Uh, they've got some uh, scopes as well. I don't want to spend like $1,000 on a scope and put it on a 22, even though that it, it already is a $1,000 22. Uh, just, just opposed to it for some reason. But Why? yeah, Mike's, Mike's saying Athlon. I trust, I trust Mike. Which model, which model of scope, Mike? And, and I'll, I'll, go, I'll go get that one. Uh, let's see. I've got a maple seed this weekend at Sherwood Park. Uh, it was supposed to snow and there's not that much snow out there. So that's nice. It's still going to be cold. It's going to be like minus 10, but it'll yeah. be good. Don't you guys have like two feet of snow usually by now in Alberta? Uh, it depends. It really depends. Like I, I remember. Your seasons like, are so weird, man. It's like flicking a light switch. Summer, 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 winter. Yeah. Winter, yeah. winter, winter. Oh my God. It's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's like that. This year it's a little bit been a little bit cool in the in the fall, but uh, yeah, soon, soon. Any I remember spots left for that maple seed? Uh, well, one person wants to pull out, so I guess if someone else wants to grab that spot, they could. All right. Speaking of pulling out, there you go, Kurt. <laughs> uh, what else? Did you see that meme of the ten kids and the mother holding the the, the babies? Dude couldn't pull out of a driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yes i did uh, yeah love. yeah uh let's see what else i ordered a 1022 mag charger uh caldwell's got this thing you stick the mag in you like shake the bullets around in there and you start cranking on this thing and it loads up a 1022 mag so i uh i got one of those because this is for the handicapped one. i don't understand it's severe arthritis faster i think it's faster look the time i showed a guy at the range my new uh apula mag loader he looked me right in the eye and said, dude, even my wife loads her own mags. <laughs> but does she do it as fast as you do? Do her fingers wear out after a whole day? Questions. Yeah. Questions that need answering. Uh, what else I get? Okay, so I got that. Uh, shadow trigger. I got a single action one on the way. What? I'll keep my double action just in case I want to shoot some ipsic or shoot some pistol stuff. But uh, kind of want to try the single action. Yeah. 
Might as well. Hmm. Interesting. And Tenda was blowing out their, oh, which ones were they? One of the cheap, crappy uh, parts manufacturers. Uh, eight round, uh, like Remington? eight round uh, 870 extensions. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Not re- ATI. ATI extensions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. They were $9. So? So I bought a bunch of them. Why? <laughs> because they were a nine. I don't even have an 870 right now. I bought like four of them. <laughs> okay, one. You don't have an 870. Two. They're plastic ATI. They're nine bucks. What are you? Why are you throwing your money away? Give me half the money. I'll kick you in the nuts. It'll so be less cheap. painful. So cheap. Just because yeah. they're cheap doesn't mean I had to. I had to. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, and that's uh that's about it for me. So right. um yeah, we're gonna head on to uh, upcoming events. Trevor, would you be able to take this? I just hear my kids screaming downstairs. Okay, fair enough. Telos Alpha is the sponsor of upcoming events. They're a digital uh, Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. If you'd like to learn more, you can do so at telosalpha.com. So there are spots available at a maple leaf, at a maple seed in Woodview, no province listed. So if you're listening and you don't know what province Woodview is in, take it up with probably Kelly. Lady guns, that's a lady shooting thing. So I'm only talking to the non-penis people right now. Thursday, October 8th, Calgary Shooting Center. If you don't go, you're a communist. 30 bucks, all levels. Again, I think we determined that all levels was your ranking in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and uh, no pal required. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you have a pal. Thursday, October 22nd at the Shooting Edge. Um, once again, all levels, no pal. Visit Lady Guns on Facebook for more details. Yeah. Just in time for the news, Adriel. Right. Adriel, where's Woodview? Uh, I feel like I should know this. I feel like whoever put it in the show notes should have listed what province Woodview was in. There's a maple seed in Woodview. Woodview fucking where? Oh, Ontario. Woodview, Newfoundland. Ontario. Thank you. Jesus Christ. It's so fucking That's hard. That's the Johnson Ranch. That's We we talked about that one last time. I don't. Week. So, what if somebody's listening for the first time ever? They One, they think I'm an asshole, which I'm totally okay with. And two, they may not have ever heard us talk about the Johnson Ranch. Yeah. Johnson Ranch. Woodview. There you go. Private Woodview, event. The Johnson Very good. Ranch. Join. Go for, go for it. Uh, News, guess, bud. Select shooting huh? supplies. $1,000? What's that about? Uh, that's the donations to the legal. Oh, fund. these donations. It yes. says so right there. Okay, cool. So select shooting supplies. I feel like I should know them. They're a dealer, aren't they? They're a store. Retailer. Retail, Retailer, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1000 bucks. Awesome. Uh, Owen Sound Revolver Club, $2,500. The Elkford Rod and Gun Club, $3,000. Halliburton Country Marksman Club, $2,000. The Toronto Revolver Club, $2,500. Eagle Firearms Limited, $1,288. North Grey Bruce Rod and Gun Club, $1,000. Maple Leaf Marksman Rifle and Revolver Club, $5,100. Own On Away Fishing Onaway, Game. Yeah. Onaway Fishing Game Association, eleven hundred ten dollars. 
Kappas Casing Rod and Gun Club, thousand bucks. Indian Head Wildlife Federation, thousand bucks. So thank you so much to all those people at all those associations that made those donations possible. If you're a member of any of these clubs or shooting associations, thank you very much. And yep. keep that coming, guys. Every week, man, we list between like five and ten of these things. It's really encouraging to see the community coming together and back in the CCFR and that legal legal challenge. Yeah, yeah, it's necessary. Uh, a couple of news articles. I didn't feel like putting them in because they were just speculation. There was some. There was one. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Globe and Mail put it out, and they were talking about how oh the Liberals are planning on banning handguns with municipalities, and it's like yeah, okay, great. No, no real new information there. Uh, there was another one uh, that said that the liberals were planning on banning like other semi-automatic firearms and their, their basis was anything that's semi-automatic large magazine and is popular. They're going to ban because it was in some old uh, platform promise that they had again, no new information. So I just didn't choose to put it in here just because I couldn't be bothered. I love Uh, your honesty. (laughs) Well, and because it's like, there's nothing new that we're going to add because it wasn't a news item. It was just a speculation and, confirmation of, of what we've already pre- previously reported on sure. fair enough yeah uh now our next sponsor for new gun stuff is bolt action coffee samfire radio is a bolt action coffee brand <sighs> ambassador if you want to get your discount we have one now oh that's a tall glass Oof. that's a lot of crown royal it's not though look what's left mm. it's a 40 that uh, manderson gave me Oh shit! A long time ago. So I'm really oh, embarrassed. that's fine. Yeah, I get after it. Oh, uh, there'll be nothing left after tonight's show. I promise you that. <laughs> it's Friday. I'm supposed to be in Halifax. All the guys are there. They love thank, to remind me in the thank comments. God, I, I don't have to. I don't feel like editing. <laughs> this oh. swears out because uh, if you're going to be drinking that whole thing, uh, there's going to be a couple today. There's already been a couple, and I've only had uh-huh. one. So can you? Fucking will imagine what's coming. <laughs> uh, parents with kids in the room. Now, that's your fair warning. <laughs> Trevor's drinking whiskey. Hide the women and children. Uh, if you want your discount at uh, Bolt Action Coffee, Slamfire. Slamfire is your discount code. That'll get you some discount. Uh, new gun stuff. If you just want to talk about the coffee again. Sadly, I'm almost out of my scopes up. If you're a coffee snob like me, and you drink your coffee black like you're supposed to, and you've got a French press or some other fancy pants way of enjoying your brew, it starts with a good bean. And I've had $40 a bag coffee and $4 a bag coffee and everything in between. This stuff is good coffee, guys. I don't just drink Maxwell House. Like I'm a coffee snob, like I'm a whiskey snob and a beer snob and a cigar snob is a good coffee. All right. Which one comes in the red bin? It's not Maxwell House, but it's something very similar. It's Jesus. very pedestrian. That's it's probably Sanka. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. You said, the, you said the, the, it was time for the children to leave. Not Filthy. Filthy's calling his son into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear it now. Maybe Trevor's on the internet drunk again. Get in here quick. <laughs> It'll be good. Uh, Folders. Uh, Folgers, Folgers. comes in the red. Yes, you, the Folgers is the one I got. Yep, yep. Uh, new gun stuff. Okay, there's an exciting one. Oh, you ready? This is you should you should. Hey, maybe you should save up. 
Maybe you should save up instead of buying a, a T97. Oh, why, what's up? What's this? Uh, got an uh, not prohibited FRT. What? Is he Bren? Bren to MS. But it doesn't the matter. Pistol version. It doesn't matter. And it got a restricted tomorrow. classification. Now, a previous try on the Bren, the 805, I believe, uh, came out as uh, prohibited. It, it it didn't uh, it didn't pass muster. This one's oh restricted. I remember this. This is so that we could get a ten round mag for a CZ eight. No, no, never mind. No, this is uh, going to be the best AR alternative for around two thousand dollars in Canada. Uh, Where's that's, the stock? That's what they're thinking. Well, yeah, it's a pistol, so there is no stock. Oh, no so way. You add the stock, you add the barrel, or no wait until they way. start swapping in barrels. This will be similar to the, the ACR, right? ACR originally had a, a restricted length barrel, right? and they started swapping barrels in to uh, to make them NR. And, uh, oh, this is exciting. This. this is sexy. It's sexy. It's reliable. It's two two three or seven six two by thirty nine. That's why you see that like banana yep. mag on banana that thing. Mag. Mm-hmm. Basically, cut a man in two. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so those are going to be coming into Canada. Yeah, but like Filthy said, mm-hmm. it's restricted for now until it's not right. Until yep. it's banned. Maybe I don't know. You can treat it like that, or you can just buy what, what's left over and uh, and not worry about it and lose it again. Bull pups are safe, man. Because they can't make well, no, nothing is safe. Obviously, they do what uh-huh. they want with the OIC. Yeah, um, they'll do. What I they guess want the logic too. I was going to say is that there's no way they can say a bullpup is a variant of an AR-15. But I mean, that's that's really foolish of me to say. So. Yeah, giving them enough uh, gasoline in a brown paper bag, and you know they'll say all sorts of stuff. It's an AR-15. Exactly. I'd imagine that's how it gets classified. No, that's Anyways, yeah, probably exactly. Yeah, there's the brand two. Those are going to be coming into country. That's uh, very, very interesting for us. And who announced that? Crafum, C-R-A-F-M, Crafum. I think that's yep. what they're called. Yep. Yeah. They announced that change, and they're like, "Hey, this thing's coming in." So Frank Nardi out of uh, Montreal. Neat. neat. Uh, this next one. So if you have a 180 and you're like, you know what, I kind of want to shoot a deer with this thing, and you don't really feel like doing it with the 223, you could get an upper that is 762 by 39. This is the Spectre version. So this is the uh, uh, newer, like the WSMCR version of right, the right. Uh, upper. Yeah. It's a little bit pricey, thousand uh, bucks. But I don't know if you already have the lower. Who cares? Just buy one of these, and then you've got a complete upper with bolt and all the other fixings that need to go in there. And you just stick on a lower and just have one lower. I guess. Guys did that with ARs, right? Left side charging handle only, but that's okay because that's where it should be, unless you're broken. And they um, they made a change on those so that the you can't put the charging handle on the right. It, it's like welded up. All it's got is, is the port, which I think mm. is the way to go. Why not a Troy PAR? Because it's a pump action. It's not, the accuracy. I find the accuracy on them to be so bad. Yeah, McClatchy actually sent his PAR back trying to figure out like what in God's name is going on. He tried a bunch of factory ammo, loaded a bunch of ammo, and it still would only hold a four inch. And then they got one, probably just one one inch group, sent him the gun back in the target. And I can't remember how it worked out after that. If he kept it or sold it, I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, Pierre's are known. He still has it, but yeah, they're very accurate. picky. My uh, my buddy Will had one, and uh, with most ammo, it would give 
like a, a four to six MOA group, except one kind of ammo. This oh, I can't even remember what it was. Some weird ammo. Uh, it it gave like one inch groups and but a ridiculous had, fluted we, chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know made the brass look strange if you were going to reload it. I don't think in the end it actually mattered, but yeah, fluted chamber. For what it's worth, I'm mentioning it. I don't know. Yeah, it's worth mentioning. Mike was mentioning that uh, AJ Stewart was the guy that hit uh, at 1,004 yards, and he had to use 113 mils of elevation. <laughs> that is a it's uh, a lot of mils. I don't even know that, how much yeah, that is. Totally, totally a waste of time and resources just to say, yeah, I did that. Mm, but he's famous now. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Is he really? Joe Rogan is famous. No, this guy's okay. not famous. There's like Joe Rogan famous, and then there's like the guy who shot a thousand years. So he's like somewhere around here. I don't know. There's there's no there's no grading here. There is some fame there, and he gets to see say he did it. When they're okay. when he's talking to his buddies, who were like, "I just shot a thousand yards the other day." He's like, "Yeah, me too, with a twenty-two, and just like, just tries to fit that into every conversation. It's like if if you're a vegan and you got to like get it into every conversation. You can't wait. Yeah, yeah. That. This guy yeah. walks up to men. In the bathroom, there's 14 empty urinals. He's stuck right next to him. Did you know I shot a thousand yards with a 22? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, you're right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The the PARs are very picky on ammo. You gotta you gotta try like 10 different kinds of ammo just to uh, just to find one that might work. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things we wanted to do for our main topic today was uh, uh, was do a dial in show. Uh, so call in. Um, we don't really have a topic to talk about when you call in. Just call yeah, it's in. it's up to them. We'll Just talk call about in something. And, yeah. yeah. Make fun yeah. of Adriel. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, okay. I've got the uh, the dial-in numbers. So pick a pick a number that's local to you so that you're not paying for long distance. I've just popped that up on Facebook. And then you'll have Are to you put doing it in it? Your... I was going to do it. Are you doing it? I already did the thing. Oh, you did posted. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had it you. handy. I'm doing it again. Okay, good. It's yeah. done twice now. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Just now. Doubly as good. Yep. Right. Twice Call in. Better. You'll go into a waiting room, and then we'll start admitting you guys as you are calling in. So pick a pick a number that's local to you, and uh, and join the show. And in the meantime, um, what should we do for our Halloween special this year? Hmm. Zombie defense, zombie offense. I watched Zombie Land too. You watch that yet? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was good. Well, I can barely remember it, but uh, mm, it wasn't super memorable. It's about the same yeah. as the first one. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see if anyone dials in here. Well, as you said, there's some there's some uh, hoops they have to go through. Yeah. Yeah, I tried dialing hey, Joey. in a little bit earlier. It's yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah, you got it. And then there's a code or something? Yeah. Oh, we got our first caller in. Oh. Hello. You're on the air with Slamfire. Hey, guys. It's Chris here. Hey, man. Sorry, what was the name? I didn't catch it. Chris. Oh, Chris. hey, Chris. How are you, man? Good. How are you doing, guys? Good. Chris from where? Chris from Vaughn, which is Toronto GTA. But yeah, that one I knew. I'm from Toronto. That I'm from Toronto. No. 
<laughs> no, Vaughn. Yeah. Awesome. What's uh, going on, yeah, man? Yeah, I've, uh, I've got something that I've been bothered by uh, in quite a long time. Uh, Is it Adriel? Because I can fire no. him. No. Okay. Uh, well, no, it's the other blackface guy and, um, and his cronies. Uh, we are having the same pretty much uh, group of people who are dialing into the and listening to the podcast, who are following CCFR or whatever other uh, rifle gun association in Canada, and we are talking to each other, even if it's like 20, 30, 50,000 people. I'm concerned that we are not reaching out to others, and if we don't get the numbers, we'll not vote out those who are anti-gun. So really, it's an open question to everybody. What can we do to go out? There's only so many friends that we have that we probably have already talked to, uh, and it's still not going to be enough. So again, that's an open question. I don't have an answer, but that's mm-hmm. frustrating. I think one of the things that's happening right now that addresses this question that is more impactful than anything that we've seen possibly ever in the history of Canadian firearms advocacy is the CCFR taking to mainstream television. So uh, who goes to a gun show? Gunnies. Who goes to the gun range? Gunnies. And maybe someone that they met at the office who wanted to try it. They've always been curious. But it's like, Oftentimes, people don't know about us because we are not mainstream. We're hidden back the woods at gun ranges. We're in our own little private groups on the internet. We have to hide on the internet now so we don't get deplatformed. So you're right. How does, how does the everyday average either anti or person on the fence know where we are and what we're doing? And we need to go to where they are. So they're in their homes. How do we reach them in their homes? through mainstream media, all these explainer videos that Rod started to do that would get shared all over Twitter and Facebook. And that's all fine and well, because everybody has a social media account these days, but getting in, getting on mainstream television through documentaries and TV shows like CCFR downrange TV, I think is, uh, is it the end all and be all? No. But I think it's a huge step in the right direction to reach those people that we normally can't reach because we don't have access to them. I really like the idea of uh, of getting people from your office, from your job, getting them out to the range as well, because that's a little bit more random. Like if I take friends and family to the range, yeah, they're all they're all gunnies or they're all uh, sympathetic to the cause, I guess. Um, but people from the office, random space, basically a random selection of Canadians. So if uh, if more firearms owners owners out there uh, take their uh, people from the office out to the range every once in a while, that has a better chance of uh, get, reaching people that we wouldn't normally reach. Yeah, that, I agree with that. Um, uh, I even tried that. I had the date uh, arranged for some folks uh, mm-hmm. for April, which is exactly when the, 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 the pandemic came and the ranges were closed for anybody, right? So you right. had to cancel it. Now yeah. my range is only members, no uh, no visitors, no questions asked whatsoever, and ranges down to like every second uh, lane on the open and everything like that. Uh, and uh, you know, I there are some people who will never be convinced because they, and that's fine, right? Yeah, both as ends. As, right, Chris. I mean, we yeah. will never not be gunnies, and some of them will never be gunnies. We're not after them. We're after the fence sitters, right? Yeah, but uh, well, based on what I see, people who are open-minded, 
they understand and when i forward uh, the links to the to the uh, uh, ccr videos on, on on youtube i had uh, cops coming back to me while i didn't know about many of the things that i mentioned hmm. right so so those people uh, are understanding and uh, that's all right but still no matter what happens uh, uh there are a lot of people who are i think brainwashed you say mainstream media and uh, wow TV. I, I, I had cable TV for maybe one year, 15 years ago. Um, and something that's on, on cable, I wouldn't call it mainstream. And how many people really watch TV? How many people reach out to the newspapers and stuff? It's really uh, uh, social media and uh, with uh, a lot of uh, topics being censored, right? that's getting more and more difficult. Yeah, because uh, again, I, I'm not trying to be difficult and pessimistic. I'm looking for what I can do, and I've been trying to do my piece, right? Yep. Uh, uh, but again, we need numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You raise yeah, a good point. And yeah. I mean, mainstream media is controlled completely by the left. So people are banned and shadow banned all the time. And mainstream media, not a heck of a lot better. And like you, I also got rid of my cable. It's, it's been more recent than you, but. I got rid of it because it wasn't any point in paying for it because none of the content that I was paying for, I, I consumed. So, um, but there's still a heck of a lot of people out there that do watch regular television. And I would say like the, for the other thing on newspapers, like no one reads a newspaper these days, but those newspapers always all have online news stories and then that kind of thing. So writing an opinion piece, uh, for a newspaper, it, for for online newspaper, is probably still something that's got some value to it. Um, one thing that uh, I saw someone do recently here, we had a, a charity match at, uh, at at Chaz for Three Gun. Uh, we donated this this large amount to uh, this children's foundation, and uh, I saw some uh, people using that story to get in places that they wouldn't normally get into. Yeah, uh, one, one of one of the ones was uh, on Reddit R Edmonton. It's like Reddit is pretty left, it, like as a whole, very very left. That yeah. sub extremely left. That post super well liked, and people were like, "Oh, I didn't even know this was happening." Hey, good job! And it was uh, it was a hundred percent positive. It was talking about a three gun match uh, uh, raising money for for kids. So I think that was a really a really good opportunity to yeah uh, we can to get... introduce to people who didn't know about it this like yeah. really interesting positive thing that came out of shooting that they just never would have thought about forgot about how powerful that is adriel i mean uh the charity shoot at my club last time we donated money to a breakfast program at a high school that got media attention mm-hmm. last year the most successful charity shoot in the history of the podcast charity shoot donated the money to a women's shelter that got media attention so if gun owners can get media attention by donating money to charity, particularly charities that may be considered like left-leaning, sympathetic to the left, right? Then it's then those left-leaning people who aren't necessarily by nature anti-gun because of their leanings towards the left could then come to our side or at least not vote against us. Yeah. I'll let others uh, dial in and talk. Thanks very much. Uh, great great show and uh well fingers crossed and we'll not give up thank you very much chris thanks all right next caller paul is coming on (laughs) 
Paul. Oh, he's still connecting to is audio. He's still connecting. He's still. Oh, connecting. I know which Paul this is. This is exciting. My Ipsic brother from another monitor from the Rock, no less. Maybe he's got cheap Newfoundland cell phone connection or something. <laughs> That's why he can't connect. Yeah, maybe. Always fun. Hooking and, up. Of course, the danger here is Paul's at a pub mm-hmm. with a bunch of well, my fellow. Yeah, here. There he is. Hey, hey, who's who's all with you? Oh, we got myself, Mike, Monty. John, Andrew, and Tracy. You got the whole team or what? Yeah. Rick's on route. route. He'll be here 10 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. Why so late? Uh, He's working up in Labrador. Oh, the match will be half over by the time he hits the ground. (laughs) Yeah. I think Jim's or someone sent him someone to pick him up at the airport. Not that it's going to matter. I mean, no. Yeah. So, hey, man, what's going on? Good of you guys to call in. Yeah, I was excited. I was actually really disappointed when I found out that you and Muffin were going to make it. Yeah, it sucks bad. Um, I don't know if it was the right decision. At the time, it seemed like the thing to do, but there's a lot of regret now because what, you know what I mean? Like, it makes no difference. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's a tough decision no matter how you play it. Yeah, but I can't go down there and spread what I don't have, right? Yeah. Uh, we hear you. It's bullshit, Trevor. Yeah, man. I hear you. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. But you guys will just have to get her done. Oh, yeah. We'll put on a good show for you. Oh, I'm sure. Get lots of video. Oh, absolutely. I'll load up the Instagram. Yeah. Right on. You shooting standard this weekend? Yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. So do you guys have anything you want to talk about or you just want to make me feel bad? What What is it? What's going on? No, here? I just wanted to uh, call in and say hello. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And make you feel bad a little bit. Man. A little bit. We, yeah, feel, and, we feel bad for you, actually. Uh, yeah, I should be there, boys. It's not right. No, yeah. it's not right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But uh, we got lots of time in the future. Well, listen, we'll, we'll do it up right at uh, SummerSlam Nationals next year. Absolutely. So, yeah, we look forward to that. Yeah, I'll be, uh, uh, what number do I call the book of room at uh, Chateau for a lot? You have Facebook the wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deal. But no dick pics. <laughs> None of yours. Can't anyway. make any promises. Can't make uh, any promises. Fair enough. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> like I always say, listen, if you get a dick pic from me, you won't, you'll know it's not mine because of the color, the size and the species. I can promise you that. Yes. Yeah, but same, but same. (laughs) All right, you kids be good. For sure. All right. Good luck. Have fun. Thanks, buddy. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Oh, this sucks. And mute yourself if you're going to make fun of me. You didn't go out of an abundance of caution. Was that the idea? What's that now? You didn't yeah. go out of an abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. Yeah. The uh, Dr. Russell, the head doctor there for New Brunswick, said uh, that if you're in a zone that went back to orange, which my zone did, you should um, avoid all non essential travel. And I was like, well, 
it's really not essential to go to the uh, to the Atlantic side. Between now and then, I'm sure we'll still be in orange, and I don't know if things are going to get worse or not. So if I pull out now, I'll get my reservation money back. He can fill my spot, that sort of thing. So, And the three of us on the classic team, except for Joel, um, that new guy who uh, came to New Brunswick, mm-hmm. supposed to be him and me, Pat and Muffin, on the classic team, and uh, so three of the four pulled out. So New Brunswick probably doesn't have a classic team anymore. I would know. I sent Ipswich New Brunswick an email to say I couldn't attend, and I never heard nothing from anybody. So I don't know what happened. Hmm. Interesting. I finally got my money back for the Canadian Nationals. So that's the thing. So I withdrew in March. Once the pandemic hit, I knew the Nationals would be canceled, so I withdrew. I sent multiple emails to the match director, got no reply. I finally got the money back, less a $15 cancellation penalty. Uh, what bank charges like 15 bucks? So 15 bucks. How much was it overall? The the fee or what do you mean? Yeah, the overall fee because the... Yeah, the overall um, fee was like 300 bucks. Oh, that's why. Because like if you do it with Stripe uh, through no, practice score... No, it wasn't Stripe. It was all EMT. It wasn't through practice score. You oh, just sent- I don't know. I don't know why they would put a processing fee on... on- on EMT, like on Stripe, yeah, because there's, there's no always like a, it's the it's the match director. So fifteen dollars times three hundred, hmm, that's a chunk of change. <laughs> what anyway. is that? Fifteen over three hundred five percent, five percent. It sounds like a processing fee for like a, a credit card, but it's not if it's a EMT, right? If it's an EMT, there's no charge; it's free. So who cares? Mm-hmm. Like if it was it was credit card. And you had yeah. to refund a whole yep. whack of people. Yeah, then yep. you got to keep your fifteen. Was it, was that how most people paid? Uh, that's was your only payment option, to the best of my knowledge. Was EMT or practice score? No, there was no practice score. It was EMT. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should just be a full refund because there's no reason not to. It's not like. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering where did this hmm. where did this fifteen dollars have to go? What expense was incurred to take fifteen dollars per person at three hundred people? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I've never put on big weight. I did put on big matches. So we got anybody else lined up? Anybody in the waiting room? Nope. That's it for now. Oh, well, y'all had your chance, didn't you? They all had the chance. Only two of them were like, just like had to get on a talk. Well, Chris did awesome. And then the boys were (laughs) just trying to guilt me. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, Chris did, Chris did, did do awesome. There's, uh, yeah, there's, I think, a lot of things that uh, that we can and should do. I think that uh, getting exposure to people who aren't our audience is the right thing to do. There's yeah. a couple of different uh, uh, stories that that are really interesting to go with. I think like raising money for sick kids is a is a fantastic uh, option if you can if you can use it. But aside from that, there's uh, there's a couple. I, I think you that gotta go uh, mainstream. You gotta like our tree was the same thing, man. Whenever somebody would see the kind of bows that we had for hunting or the kind of bows that we had for target shooting, they'd be like, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. That's because we hide in church basements and school gyms where the public doesn't see us or know we exist. You know how I discovered our tree? They set up a, a shooting range in the hallway at the mall during Valentine's day as a promotional huh. event. And I stumbled upon an archery club. Wow. Uh, they they came to where the people were. Yeah. Now I'm not saying we have an Ipsic match in a mall, but I am saying we have a three gun match in a mall. 
and that'll probably get us some attention. Negative, yes, I know. But, you know, as long as we're not dressed like mall ninjas and have like bowling shirts on, we should be fine. My point is we got to stop hiding back the woods. We need to make the shooting sports mainstream somehow. Yeah, I think that, um, well, I mean, like we've talked about this before, but like there's two kind of angles to, to take uh, firearms advocacy. There is the angle of don't tell anyone about what loophole you found or what kind of thing you guys are doing because the public will find out and they'll want to ban it. Yeah, that's there's the other there's the other angle of no promote everything as many new people in this as possible as fast well talking about the five cent rivet and promoting shooting sports is two entirely different conversations the the person who doesn't know shit about shit doesn't care about the five cent rivet but i know what you're saying i don't even know if they care about the lar mags some people are saying no they don't the average person thinks we have 30 round mags anyway because they get all their information from American news sources and they can't tell the difference between America and Canada. So magazine capacity is not even a conversation. Yeah. You want to get people just to understand that there's more use for a firearm than killing shit. You need to make them aware of the shooting sports. Like, isn't one of the all time winningness Olympians a female sporting clays or trap shooter? Like she racked in more gold medals than anyone else in some Canada period. or just overall. Right. Do you ever you ever see any Olympic coverage of shooting sports? No. Uh well the biathlon. Yeah, for two minutes, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Canada games were here in two thousand three, and that's the only thing I wanted to see was biathlon because guns. It's really hard to do. And, it looks really energy. hard. Oh my God, yeah. you either be able to shoot or be able to ski because if you miss, you got to ski extra laps. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Talk, talk yeah. about being able to find your natural point of aim and, and using the respiratory pause. You definitely need to use the respiratory pause because you're going. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, like, uh, one of the things I really liked about uh, Rick's Rimfire uh, action guns was that, like, it was super, like, all the barriers taken out of to uh, uh, approachability. Like show up with a rimfire rifle or a pistol mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and low ready, no holster, yep. and shoot some steel stuff. Steel challenge is the most successful way to get into action shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's for, the, for the easiest club. to set up at any club. Yeah. Rimfire yep. steel, super cheap. Yep. Uh you know, the the uh the risk is low. The uh, ability to shoot one very like in a, in a morning is very easy. You could do like yeah. two, three a day if you really it's needed not to. Intimidating to people because the uh, the it's just a twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, and I mean, Mike was saying like competition shooting is the best way to get it mainstream. I think competition shooting is the best way to get like your acolytes, your like ambassadors for the sport. If we can get a bunch of people who are uh, ambassadors. And then they take people out from uh, work and they do all these kinds of things to promote it. Uh, that starts to have some network effects. Not everyone has to shoot competition shoot. There's probably a lot of people who just want to like so plink small. or hunt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, need- I know it's always one or two people at a time, but I mean, you can't get two people without one person. You can't get four people without two people. I get it. I get all that, but yeah. It's just, it doesn't hit them over the head with a sledgehammer. Like they turn on their TV and they see Canada downrange. Or going to a three gun match, or going to the range when you think the range is not like it Dude, doesn't you have go anything to your going room on every day. The range is an hour away. Yeah, but I don't watch TV. 
<laughs> I know, but the people, the plebs do. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like the, uh, the hunters sighting in their rifles, showing up to, to, to the, to the range and seeing like, Whoa, what the hell's going on here? What are you guys doing? You guys are allowed to, you're allowed to do this is legal. Yeah. And then, uh, and then scary. getting into doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Rarely. Yeah. Like, like no, 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 no. All, the, all the time you get, you get some people who are like, okay, I came out here to sign in my rifle. No, I can't because the whole range is being booked by this. But, uh, for just as Check many of those guys, the website. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the same. It's always the same story. I think, I think most people have to have that happen to them once before they start checking the schedule. But mm-hmm. the other thing with about half the, half the time, people are like, Oh, I'm here anyway. So I'm just going to, can I watch, can I watch you guys? It's like, yeah. And they're, they're I always able find to that such a strange question. Can I watch, but I mean, I, you know, whatever you're just yeah, being polite. You know I, the rules. I, I right, like, yeah. I like the, the respect that it, that it uh, sure. entails. Yeah. And they watch. I'm like, of like, course you crap. can watch. And here's yeah. a gun. <laughs> you got some money? You want to you 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 shoot this thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we well, had one guy show up at the RC race a couple of weeks ago looking to buy a battery. Next thing you know, he was in the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same thing happens with three guns. Same. Uh, does that happen with Ipsic? It's got to happen with Ipsic. Absolutely not. No, you, you need your black badge. badge. Yeah. 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 No, you with three, three guns. Three you gunners can... are going to get us all sued. <laughs> Get ready hey, to hey, shut down. Next thing you know, thing. people on golf courses are getting shot. Next, next thing you know, uh, you know, we're going to uh, uh, we're going to have more guns banned because there's not enough of us. We get more by having more people shoot, even if it's uh, not dude, to the standard that uh, Ipsic is at. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. We need to get more women into shooting sports, and then tell them, "Oh, you can't have that, sweetheart." Bless your little heart. You, you're not allowed to have that, <laughs> right? Okay, someone, someone's calling in. Hopefully, hopefully it's uh, it's a hate hate uh, caller here coming in. <laughs> <laughs> did you just say sweetheart? <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, caller, you're, you're on the air. Hey guys, uh, I just couldn't let uh, an opportunity to go by to get some words in from the middle of the country here. I'm calling from Manitoba, so you know, Sweet. although Toronto likes to think it's the center of the universe. You know, at least we're in the middle of Canada. Yes, so. actually, look at a map. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's it going in Manitoba, man? Oh, pretty good. We're getting a little bit cool finally. Yeah. Uh, Who's yeah, calling? Uh, oh, sorry. My name is, this is Brian. I'm in the chat too. There. Oh, hey, Brian. Uh, right on, man. Well, yeah. thanks for calling us, Brian. Oh, I figured. You know, like I said, got to get some words in from the middle of the country. You know, me and Adriel, by the time uh, anybody ever asked Western Canada the opinion, everything's all said and done in Eastern Canada. So Yeah, that's, yeah well, no, you know, uh, no, here, Toronto is made up everyone's mind for them, and Eastern Canada is taking your money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what little we have these days. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for keeping our schools open, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's uh, our, our pleasure. I figure sure. all the education you guys can get, the better right? for us, too. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I was listening to the topic there you guys were just conversing about, and uh, you know, it, it seems to me that if we get something like a Netflix, uh, even a Netflix, just a, a single hour, two hour thing where they follow somebody like what, what would have been ideal is somebody following like Ryan Stacy throughout the season of a shooting sport, even if it's an hour and a half uh, condensation of an entire season that would be something that would hit a wide audience and could potentially help the sports. Or even now, I love Ryan, but I'm thinking even bigger. I'm thinking America and I'm thinking Jerry, right? Oh yeah. 
the angle would be he's in his late sixties and he's still competing at a world-class level and they could showcase the fact that he's been doing this for decades and decades and is a legend and world record holder, yada, 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 you know what I mean? And uh, who doesn't love a grampy, right? Like he looks like somebody's grandpa and he would just be the perfect poster child for showcasing competition shooting and how it's mainstream and for regular people and stuff like that. Well, you guys are talking about well, the, uh, like Jerry Mitchellick was on um, Hot Shots? Hot Shots. Yeah, I know, but yeah. that was still like... That was yeah. three gun and a couple of other different shooting. Well, hot sports. shots was it? Hot shots was a bunch of regulars, and mm-hmm. they would bring on professionals once in a while to like coach them or train them. Uh, well, there there was there was one like that, and then there was one. Oh just, no, just never mind. I'm thinking a Top Shot. Yeah, Top Shot was a reality yeah. TV show. Hot shots did that appear just like only mostly on three ESPN gun. or something? Mostly three gun. Yeah, it was mostly yeah. three gun. That was a good one though. Good but no, like. no, he like he said Netflix. Netflix Everyone is anti- has, as far right? as I know, Netflix is anti-gun. Maybe Amazon. Everyone's cutting their cables, so you gotta you gotta hit the you know yeah the, yeah. the new the cable before they become the new cable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, maybe maybe they take yeah. it. They seem to be willing to take like pretty much anything. Yeah, <laughs> doing a drink of water. And even that, tell Rod to option uh, uh, downrange to Amazon Prime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, all, it's already done. So they, I mean, they really just got to give them the, the you know, the files for it. So, yep. Yeah, now mm. it goes to the internet as soon as it hits the air, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got. I love so that. I, I did have. That. I did have one other question to going back a little bit further in conversation when we're talking about taking people to the range. What's your opinion on if you're taking somebody new to the range? Should you give them every opportunity, you know, as many guns as you can bear to to bring to the range for them to try, or should you pick three and just get them interested with those three? And what would you pick for that? It depends on the person. For one, like I had Snuffy out to the range his first day. He was out there for three hours and he shot everything I owned at the time, pretty much. And then I had uh, a TV crew out there one time. It was just a husband and a wife, and it was just like a twenty rifle and, and a pistol. So it really depends on who you're bringing and what you know about them, what you think they're capable of handling. Um, so I like, I like to bring uh, a 22 rifle because everyone loves a 22 rifle, 22 pistol, a nine millimeter pistol, uh, an AR ish, something that's like an AR. I, whoa, an AR would be ideal, but too late for that. Um, yeah. Cause it gets them over that, right? It's just another gun. And they they find like oh actually a, a shotgun to to break clays um, and yeah. uh, some people find you know what I would much rather shoot that AR than shoot the shotgun I don't like the recoil right yeah. Never um, mind Joe and then and depending on who it is like a milserp because some some people are like oh I just really want to shoot a Mosin Nagant I really love shooting them in, yeah. in these video games it's like okay everyone wants I'll to shoot a Mosin Nagant once until they do yeah <laughs> yeah they shoot and like oh what do like you mean <laughs> what do you mean fifteen year old boys carried this in World War Two yeah it's like oh I paid you know three hundred bucks for this so I bet I can get three hundred bucks for it back tomorrow yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I like I like that that variety because um, and again none of those are big kickers other than the the shotgun with with target loads uh, because I just don't like um, introducing 
the idea like there's a, a lot of recoil with them because yeah, they don't need yeah. to. One of my well, one of my pet peeves is watching those YouTube videos where they yes. hand some woman like a 12 gauge shotgun yep. with slug to ensure she's afraid her. for life after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I guarantee they're almost or... all made in uh, America or other places that have yeah. unlimited access. It's, pretty much firearms. It's pretty much an explanatory video on how to turn somebody into an anti gunner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yep, start with uh, stuff that's easy to shoot, like recoiling, fun, you know. You can progress up to the other stuff. It's all about, like, trying to figure out where their comfort level is. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. I, like, my, my goal is is to try to give them, like, a, a wide uh, exposure to, to a lot of different guns. But also, like, maybe get them something that they like. So afterwards, they're like, you know what? How, how hard is it to get a pal? I kind of want to get a pal and get a 22 rifle. I really like that. And at least get them like started on that little bit. And then it's like, okay, you got the 22 rifle. Now you got to go to do a maple seed. Now you got to go to a uh, CRPS. They got to do an ORPS, right? And you can start getting them down that train of, uh, of more and more and more. Yeah. It's, it's getting the hooks in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'll let you guys go and see if there's anybody else in the line, but uh, keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep listening. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. the support. Thanks for coming on. Bye-bye. Mm. Yeah, the twenty two rifle, and then maple seed, and then yeah, the pistol, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. black 100%. badge. 100%. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, a progression. Yeah. You don't start with crack, right? you got to graduate to fentanyl. Uh, <laughs> uh, fentanyl's cheap, yeah. Yeah, maple seed. The other thing that's nice about uh, maple seed and those like maple seeds, we have decent female representation. Oh yeah. Like the the last one I did had uh, out of uh, twelve people, four four women, which is pretty good. I got a three gun match. I might have like one female out of like forty people. Um, whereas like maple better seeds odds than you really had in good. high school. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did um, grow up to work with computers. I'm just saying. I did. There's girls in computers too. Uh, yeah. yeah. On we the should. screen on you porn. That's not, you know, that's new, man. The, the, old, the <laughs> olden days is like a dial up. It's going like one line at a time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just to find out like, ah, oh, I've seen this one before. All right. Let's give it another like two minutes. And if no one else calls in, we'll, we'll move on. What do you say? Well, we could talk about um, your T97. And if anyone wants to call in during, then we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to take them. All right. Uh, all right, listener feedback is sponsored yeah. by DC, Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, Cerakote, rust bluing, uh, blue bluing, black bluing, uh, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, leatherman, and more at leatherman.ca. I'm just slowly adding more and more and just seeing See, what you'll that, notice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now he's got the uh, Narenko. T- oh, you said he sold out though, right? I said it, chances are that uh, because you guys announced it last week, he may have sold out, including the one I suppose we have on layaway. Okay, so so go uh, visit buy Trevor's gun out from under him. It's a, a Narenko <laughs> Type ninety seven Gen three. Uh, buy it so that Trevor is empty handed. When you call, say I want the one that Trevor put away. I want to take it from him. <laughs> Screw That's the that good guy. one, right? That, yeah, yes, you put it's that good picked. one separate to the side for him. Yeah. And you know what? The bastard will give it to you, too. <laughs> Make me wait for another one. <laughs> and that policy is called making money. Customers first. Yeah. Sell now. <laughs> customers always right. Yeah, that's right. Cash now. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you have cash now. You have Trevor's gun now. See how that yeah. works? Commerce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capitalism. <sighs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no new callers in. So why don't we get into uh, some of the feedback? Uh, first one's an email from Jake via Instagram. Hey, I've been listening to the podcast for a while, and, and uh, it Sorry. is perfect for Sorry, all the dude. driving I do for work. I've been thinking about getting into a three-gun competition. Is there it a website? Say that. Where does it say that? What it says in, into I've a been... gun competition? Right. So your mind is so just just polluted with this three-gun stuff. Everything <laughs> is a three-gun competition. The word three gun, does I mean, not I appear just, in that sentence. I saw it. I saw it but... in there. I'm glad that you did say that because uh, Jake doesn't tell us what kind of gun competition he says. He says Alberta. So uh, sorry, Jake, it's three gun. Okay. Well, what I did was I provided some URLs for Jake. So Jake, you didn't say what kind of gun competition you wanted. So there's the Alberta rifle association.com. There's the Alberta handgun.org and there's the AB shooters.org forward slash Alberta hyphen handgun hyphen association dot HTML. You can find all those by simply Googling. Are you ready? Alberta shooting. Or if he's in the north of, if he's around Edmonton, three gun, you got to go on Facebook, go to go find your local range, join their Facebook group and check it out. If you're in the south of Alberta, Ipsic south of Alberta is like very Ipsic heavy. If you're yes, around but Calgary, also like there's bullseye shooting. There's so many different disciplines. I know. I wrote, I know. I don't know I what know. you're talking about. Uh, bullseye. Did. Bullseye. Is that like when you're shooting a paper and there's like, you get in the middle. Yes. In the X. You, yes. Yes. And this is me, butt stroking you with my <laughs> 870. You won't shut the fuck up. There's tons there's PRS of PRS all over. There's PRS all over. There's, there's going to be P all over you. You don't shut the fuck up for a minute. There's tons of different shooting disciplines in Alberta, man. He didn't specify quick Google search. You can find all these different shooting associations and see which one tickles his fancy. And the end, he'll go to Ipsic because unlike you, he's not retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the other possibility he like, uh, he could go for clays. Uh, what? No. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad that you're you're writing it off as as I am. <laughs> <laughs> Running. My goodness, poor Jason uh, Philp right but, now. But like, the whole the, the, time Jason Philp has been yelling, right? Like yeah. shotgun sports for the love of God, shotgun sports. You shoot the trap and there's skeets and yeah, all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. You shoot um, the skeets. So yeah, what you Google, like you may want to change it depending on what sport you want to shoot because those associations, some of those um, I've never heard of. And uh, I'm not sure if they, if they run competitions or not realistically check out your local range because your local range will have something that they're heavy into. And that kind of dictates what you'll be shooting unless you can drive further to another range. Uh, We do have another caller on the line here though. So maybe they got some opinions around what we should be recommending for Jake. Let's Uh uh, let's pull them on. So, caller, you're on the air. Uh, what uh, what kind of shooting sport should we be recommending for Jake? Uh, all of them, obviously. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's 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 another option. Yeah, sounds all like them. Kyle. Who is this? Straight into uh, straight into nope. cowboy action. Oh Jesus! Cowboy action. That's worse than shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? It's Doug Mead. Oh, Doug, Doug, where are you now? You're, you've, you're gone. You're left and I'm following you on Instagram. You, where are you exactly? <laughs> uh, I'm near about Peterborough. 
Okay. Well, that's so you're Working not terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, pretty much. So good of yeah. you to call in. How have you been since you left? Busy, very busy. Yeah. B- busy work, <laughs> busy. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm working at a campground, summer resort kind of thing. So awesome. Uh, the summer season is very busy. Okay, cool. Uh, is are things winding down or? It's starting to, but uh, this winter is looking like it's going to keep being busy because all the snowbirds are not able to fly south this year. So right, right, right. So Doug, you so. may or may not know this, but I always love to compare notes between IPSC associations from one province to the next, because, you know, just like the Firearms Act, it's implemented differently in every province. Now, for my own curiosity, and sometimes I'm critical, sometimes I'm, a, I'm a complimentary about how the other side lives. What was it like for you to join IPSC Ontario and get into a match? How was that? Like, what's it compared to from home? It was a bit confusing at first there's like a whole there's a bit it's a different process because like none of the registration or anything's done on practice score like finding matches was hard to find because you got to go to their website and then you have to get a login and you have to do all that but they do love democracy in ontario yeah and then where was the other you have to go to a certain spot on the website and you register there and send emts whereas ipsic new brunswick it's just log in on practice score and Sign up for the match wherever your match is on practice score. Right, and even pay. A whole lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But once I figured it out, it was not too bad, but took a little okay. bit to figure it out. <laughs> well, in, in, in Ontario's defense, Ontario's been running this system, and it works for them, and they've been running it long since before practice score. So yeah. there may be just a, well, we've always done it this way. It's not broken. We're not going to change kind of mentality. I can't say for sure, but I know the system has been around longer than practice score and, uh, and it works for them. So, you know, yeah. you're going to their house, you have to adapt to their ways, I guess. So, and yeah, it's uh, not too bad. how was the match? Was it a level one, level two? Uh, the one that I went to was a level two. I missed the, uh, they had a level three there a couple weeks before that, that I missed, but, uh, yeah, it was did, a pretty solid match, but cool. I think and it was did so like challenge wise. Level two. <laughs> Pardon me. I think there was like seventy some people for a level two. Oh yeah, was... that's the other thing, right? <laughs> they have they have the largest section in Canada. There's like over a thousand Ipsic members in Ontario alone, so their match yeah. is so fast. And yeah, they get seventy, hundred, whatever. Uh, and a lot of their matches, Doug, are level ones because that's all their ranges can accommodate. Because unlike in New yeah. Brunswick. Their ranges are super full, lots of members, and they share with all the other shooting sports, right? So it's hard to oh, yeah. match the range there. So, but it yep. challenge wise, it was pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. I was pretty rusty. I didn't do very well at all, but I got a mic on everything single stage, I think, but <laughs> it was Dude, lots of fun. You're making us look bad out here. What are you doing? <laughs> it's my oh. first match with my uh, shadow. I haven't I actually shot you- a match with my shadow yet. Oh, wow. You've had that for quite a while now. Yeah, What's since, yeah. well, February, but... <laughs> right. Um, I didn't give you your black badge, did I? Uh, no, that was Larry. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so you miss all you want. It's not on me. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shoot. What was the other thing I was going to ask you? You should have shot it better know. if you shot it with your shadow. It practically does the shooting for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember one time seeing Doug uh, practicing after he had seen him in a match. I met him uh, at a match, saw him in the match. Was like he's too good for being this new. And then I walk around the corner, uh, another range trip, 
he's at the range. He's probably, I walk around the corner. He's practicing weekend, which of course I'm always, I'm always, you know, preaching, right. Do every drill three times, strong hand weekend freestyle. I'm like, Doug, don't do that. Uh, nobody practices <laughs> that. That's a myth. So you don't actually need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was nice there. Cause like I could do that. I was living 10, 15 minutes from the range. It's not, I could go there after work every day pretty much and practice, but and here my range is what? An hour away. <laughs> oh, nasty. a little bit harder, but Woodstock yeah. range is second to none. Welcome to my yeah. world. Ranges, yeah. All my ranges are an hour away. <laughs> so what else going on, Doug? Not much right now. Just, uh, well, I'm hoping to get, get some more matches in now that the summer season's over, but with Ontario rolling back into more restriction lockdown stuff, I don't know. It's not looking great. <laughs> Come back to Woodstock. They're in yellow. Yeah, I wish. I'm supposed to go back for my orthodontist appointment, but I don't have uh, time to take two weeks for quarantine, but oh, lots of fun. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. When you get here, you'd have to lock down for two weeks. Yeah, unfortunately. So uh, long-term, do you see yourself in Ontario, or you just went out for this particular job, or what? Yeah, I'm out for this job. Um, they want me for at least the next year. Uh, don't know what's going to happen after that, but okay. it should be interesting. It's a fun and, job. <laughs> Weren't you off building orphanages somewhere last year? Yeah, that was in March. That was right before the lockdown hit. Um, we were going down to uh, fix some plumbing, put some indoor plumbing in uh, an orphanage in Ethiopia. Because like, like you or your dad was like from an Ethiopian orphanage or something, or did I make that up just for the story and being funny? <laughs> well, his my dad grew up in Ethiopia. His parents were... Um, like dorm parents kind of thing at okay. an orphanage there. Yeah. So that's where he grew up. Not at that specific orphanage, but so uh, two questions. He grew up in the area. Two questions. One, is it true the Ark of the Covenant is in Ethiopia? And two, <laughs> do we have more Facebook likes in this orphanage? Go. Uh, the first one, I have no idea. The second one, uh, yep. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to <laughs> Very good. So, listeners, yeah. go find out which orphanage Doug fixed the plumbing at and like, and then I like the page. <laughs> Take a screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. say if the Ark of the Covenant was there, anyways. I don't know why you even asked that. You obviously, you can't <laughs> they, say. They would have whacked him like right away. Mm-hmm. No more Doug. Yeah. Sorry, the, Doug. The, the Secret life. Society yeah, would have like killed him. Walking down the uh, walking down the streets and seeing the cops walking by with AK-47s. That's, that's always <laughs> interesting. Wow. But. Now, okay, fair, <laughs> but can you own one when you're there? Nope. No, the, uh, the public isn't allowed. Only military police. Well, I don't understand. If the public is not allowed to own guns, why do the police own guns? Mm, I don't know. Spooky. Right? <laughs> Weird. Maybe it's because yep. criminals have guns anyway? Can't be. They have laws mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know when they changed that because when my grandfather was living there, he had a uh, he had what was it? an AK. Yeah, no, I think he had a Lee Enfield for predator protection when he was there. But yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, two-legged predators, no doubt. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Cool, man. All yeah. right. Well, thanks for giving us a jingle, man. It's definitely good to connect with you and see how you're making out. Um, yeah. And- you come back home, let me know, man. Yeah, I'm hoping to make it back for a match sometime if the restrictions ever let up. But Well, <laughs> if, if everything goes according to plan, 
Nationals will be at Restigush. Muffins, the uh, match director. Yeah, that'd so, be fun. Yeah, if you just make it back for one, make it back for that. Definitely. Cool, man. <laughs> All right, good talking to you. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Yeah, you too. Have fun. All right, later, man. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, we were on the part where the second email, do you want to take the email from Josh there? Um, Josh says, hi guys, a few things have crossed my mind. First, I'm sure the world is curious about Kelly's new gray birch barrel on her 22 and what she thinks of it. Love it. Hate it. Improved accuracy, better heat disposition, dispersion worth the money. Well, she comes on. Why don't we, you know what? We're going to keep this email for when she comes on so she can answer all those questions. Because like all of Josh's emails, it's all about Kelly. Just saying. So mm -hmm. we'll let Kelly uh, handle Josh's answer email. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Sound good? All Makes right. Sense. Cool. May, yeah. Or maybe I'm just too lazy to finish reading it. Mm, we'll, let, we'll let Kelly it decide. It probably gets harder to read the more whiskeys you're in. And oh, okay. I don't know how much you got left in that bottle, but I'm willing to bet it's like... It's like gl glancing the bottom of it. No, it hardly looks like I touched it, actually. And I even screwed up and caught myself drinking water. And so drinking the mix instead of the whiskey. <laughs> There's your problem. There's my problem. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're putting too much water in your whiskey. All right. Uh, yeah, I do think. Yeah, we'll come back to that later. Uh, if you'd like to send this show an email, send it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. And we'll uh, give you bad advice on what kind of uh, gun places to go to, what kind of competition to shoot. We'll give you our personal opinion as fact, is what we'll yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. We'll misread your email and we'll say it's three gun, even when you said gun competitions. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do whatever we have to to put our own personal agenda into, uh, into your words. Uh, podcast Sounds app reviews. Totally reasonable. There are none. Yes. Yeah, no one there are no one, no one reviews uh, podcasts anymore these days. But if you want to, if you can figure out how, try to do in that. That's neat. Uh, Patreon supporters, if you have not uh, gotten your patch, uh, send me a Facebook message or something because uh, I've got like a uh, mountain of stuff on my plate right now. And uh, I'm, I'm going to do a survey. I'm going to conduct uh -huh. a survey. Mm -hmm. Email us and tell us what you think of this idea. One of the considerations is that we change the. Actually, no, I didn't even run that idea by you guys, so I can't run it by the listeners. But it's about Patreon. It's an idea I have to make um, another new incentive for the Patreonies. Is it that we dance for them or something like that? Like, is that why you dance, you're, monkey, you're, you're, dance, dance? Yeah, yeah. On I mean, pole. I can. I just I don't know if anyone wants to pay for that. They will pay us not to dance. Ah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like I like your idea. Yeah. You're welcome. We can fully implement this without asking anyone else. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, dear listeners, if you'd like us to not dance during the show, pay up, bitch. Otherwise, we're dancing. The next one's going to be ugly. Yeah. Right? The COVID has not been kind to my body. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I look like I've been ravaged by a disease. I lost so much weight. Look, you can, like, you can like count my ribs. Can you see that? You can actually see my ribs through my black T-shirt. Ah. Skinny as shit, man. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm under 190 pounds. Ooh, that's that's very good. That's a lightweight. I am 210, but like, yeah, but you're so tall. 
<laughs> no, two ten on you looks like one eighty on me though. Uh, you can also help the support the show by uh, going to our website, clicking on the little Cabela's button. Oh, I'm gonna add the Amazon one. Oh, did it get up, approved? I signed up for the Amazon thing. That was yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Uzi's idea. Mr. Mm-hmm. Uzi, thank you. He's like texting me oh, about you it. Have too. an Amazon affiliate. I spend millions on Amazon. I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of gun stuff on Amazon. But even if there's not, everyone shops on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I don't think it works the same where you can like just send someone to Amazon and then like everything afterwards like gets attributed to us. I think they have to buy it in that session. But still, okay. but still, still something. Yeah, yeah. So and they, you they, you're right. They do have a bunch of stuff. They've got like. Uh, holsters Dude, and not uh, just that they had this this deal kits. on these four large ammo cans mm-hmm. in a tray, mm-hmm. and then you buy the other tray and you put it on top and the four. And it's a stackable unit type thing like Tupperware. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? No, I. You got why didn't you send me a link? If you if you come across a good deal, it. you gotta send me a link. I don't care what it is. If it's a good deal, I want to know about it. it. Yeah, all right. It's like fifty seven dollars. It's ridiculous. He's, they stack in the back of your For SUV. Four? Yeah, I'm going to find it right now. Stand by. Mm. Well, I guess I can continue on with the other stuff yeah, while, you're, while you're finding that. Uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs? Shout outs to all the guys who are going to the match without you and uh, <sighs> sticking it in your face. That was yeah, those nice. guys. I love you guys. And it sucks that I can't be down there to get made fun of in person. And shoot all alphas. No mics. Stay safe. Shout out to Kelly. So you couldn't join us tonight. You had stuff to do. She did just text us a, a minute ago here saying that she just got there and she's setting up in the dark. Yeah, she's, doing like a, she's doing some maple seeds. I'm doing a maple seed tomorrow, but like I just set up in the morning because why, why not? Here it is. It's four ammo cans uh-huh. called the MTM Ammo Crate. Four cans in like a tray. And it's like a... Let's get this out on a tray. Dude, nice. man, it's it's seventy eight bucks. I'm sending you the link right now. Uh-huh. You can post this link if you if you want. Once I encode it, right. Once I make um, it so it's like, hey, if you want to buy this like Kratos ammo thing, I put it. Oh in yeah, the, I gotta get some other stuff. I put it in our Zoom chat. Paste. This thing is amazing. Okay, I gotta like, pull this up. That's like the number one thing to buy. Oh, off of interesting. Ain't that something? Interesting. See the picture where it's in the back of the Jeep? Second. Are these like 50 cal cans? Or are they like 30? Yeah, yeah. No, well, 30 cal. 30 cal. Cans. 30 cal. Yeah. They're 23 and a half by 11 and a half by 7. Oh, that's a. I never take that much ammo to the range, but it's cool. <laughs> you can't. Take it to war. And look, dude, you can even get it with a lid. Where's the oh? There's the lid, and then a, a, a couple oh, like little. No, that's a different locks. box. That's a different, a different box. box. That's a different box. That's called the MTM ACR four eighteen. Oh yeah, it holds uh two, four, six, eight, ten boxes of twelve gauge ammo perfectly. Whew. Amazon man, they got some gun stuff. Tie downs. MTM. You can buy, you can buy all of that. The four ammo cans in the crate. The other ammo crate and two combo locks for $122. It costs more than $122 to take your wife and kids to dinner and a movie. Well, no one's doing that these days, but this is yeah, worth so much more. This point still stands. Yeah. You can yeah. spend time with your family at home or on weekends, depending spend on what the court much, says. Whatever. No, too much time. Too much time. Got to mm. go. Got to go to the range. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any shouts? 
I did them already. Pay attention. Okay. Keep up. Uh, mm, mm, no. I <laughs> no. No, paying attention is not something I'll do. Yeah, not, not today. Uh, finally, check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Join the CCFR. Reach out to your provincial legislators about the upcoming handgun ban. We've been telling you guys to reach out to your municipal. Cool. Now reach out to your provincial ones because they might be able to block them. If you get enough support at the provincial level, uh, you might be like Alberta or Saskatchewan where they're like, you know what? You want to try doing this? No, we're not going to let any of our municipalities do this kind of thing. Uh, and that's always an option. You could talk to your, if, if, you're, if your local city council is too woke and uh, won't uh, listen to you, try talking to your province because municipalities are constructions of the province and uh, maybe they can put a law in that'll stop them from getting too far and uh, we'll see you next week so if you have any comments or questions for the show please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com now go grab a gun and shoot something when the talking is over it's time to get a gun